One of my favorite hobbies is answering questions on Quora. Uh, so if you're not familiar with Quora, Quora is spelled Q-U-O-R-A. It's a social media platform. It's actually been around for a while, but I think it's just now starting to um, starting to emerge because I get Facebook notices all the time. Like, hey, your friend, your Facebook friend so-and-so wants to add you on Quora. Like, oh, okay, cool. Um, but Core is a, it's like a Q&A platform. Um, when you log on, like random people can ask questions and random people can answer questions. So when you, like answering questions on Core is a good way to build your, your platform, build your expertise, whether it's a field of study, where you live, uh, personal experiences, or if you want to just chime in on, on your opinion. But when you log on, you can... You can tell, well, on your profile, you can say which things that you are qualified to answer, what questions you would like to receive in your inbox. For example, mine is uh, family life, mentoring, uh, the city that I live in, um, being an older brother, being a younger brother. I mean, because those are things that I know, like I live all those things intimately so i think i'm a good candidate to answer those questions if somebody has them. but one of the questions that was in my inbox was what is having a good father like what is having a good father like and i wanted to to add a special twist to the question a lot of people answered and i always like to make mine different than everybody else's because i mean that's I don't want to answer the same answer the same question in the same way that somebody else answers because one that's boring and whoever asked the question it's not really bringing them any any value to have two people answer the same question the same way so I try to add something different um, and everything the one thing that I always have that's different is my own personal story and I wanted to the story that I wanted to to add uh, and provide value was like a, a very recent experience. Matter of fact, it's something that I'm going through right now. And answer the question this way. At 32, I'm 32 now, I've just recently become, actually been fortunate too, um, to become a youth basketball coach. So I coach 11 and 12 year olds at the Y. Some of my kids are first time players and some of them are like like they've been playing for for a couple of years now but as a first time coach like it's daunting to have cuz you have to you have to know your personnel you got to know who your players are what motivates them uh, you're thinking about what your first practice is going to be what drills you have to go through um, what drills they would find helpful. And then when you get to the games, like, all right, what's my pregame warm-up like? How do I guide my kids? How do, like, what do, I, what do I do? How do we warm up? Uh, what pregame speech do I give uh, during the game? Like, what personnel do I put in? Who's my starting five going to be? How do I motivate kids? How do I instruct them? How do I, who can I, <laughs> if I have to, who can I yell at? Who can I not yell at? Who can who can take the challenge, who's a little um, a little slower to accept 
challenges, who's competitive. Like I got to know all the personalities of my kids and what motivates them, what drives them and like rosters and dealing with parents. Like there's a lot of first coach has to, lot, lot of stuff. A first time coach has to do or any coach has to do. And if you're a first time coach, like that's a lot and it's daunting. But one thing that serves me well in this role is the fact that I've been playing basketball since I was six years old. And, but I stopped, I stopped playing in high school when I was 16. Didn't play my senior year. That's because I wanted to focus on football, but between six and 16, my dad was either my coach or my trainer or like, he's, he's always been my coach either directly on the sidelines or in the stands or like, but he not, he wasn't one of those, one of those coaches as, or one of those dads in the stands is like tries to talk over the coach because he was a coach and he knows what it's like to, to have parents in the stands that are just like, Whoa, wait a minute. Like you, I'm the, I'm the coach. Like <laughs> I got this. So he wasn't that dad. But when I got home, he was always like my trainer and Hey, work on this. Or did you realize when so-and-so tried to guard you this way? Um, next time try to, if somebody else tries to guard you this way, employ this move, get around them, bounce pass here. Do like he was, he was that kind of, that kind of guy. He was a coach on the court and he was a coach at home. But even after I stopped playing organized basketball, I was always involved in the game some kind of way. Always involved in the game some kind of way. Um, in college, I was always around the game. I actually videotaped uh, the basketball games, the guys, ba- guys and girls basketball games uh, as part of the, when I was working with the radio station. Uh, even when I got out of college, like I watched my dad coach coach his bat his girls basketball team um so when when i would when we would come home he would uh, we would watch youtube videos of college coaches breaking down film uh, executing offenses and breaking down defenses and it was just a lot of a lot of coach stuff that i was right beside him and doing so now at 32 when it comes time for me to do those same things like it's not so foreign to me. Like I remember the first day, my very first practice, it was like, I, it was like I had been doing this for, for years and years because I kind of had been, but just not in the head coach's role. I'd always seen it done thousands of times, but never actually did it. So when it came time for me to actually do it during my first practice, it was like, it was like clockwork. Like it was, it was nothing for me and I felt really good doing it. So like, and even come during the games, like I found myself doing the same things that my dad did, like talking to coaches the same way my dad did. And every single step I took, it was like, I was, I was a repeat of what my dad did as a coach, which was so helpful for me because I wasn't nervous. Like I had that extra swagger, that extra confidence because I was, I had that guidance. I wasn't just out here in the waters, not knowing how to swim. I was 
it came so easy for me from filling out rosters to like everything. So the way I answered, the way I ended that question on Cora was just to say that having a good dad is like going on a quest, but you're going on a quest, having an accurate map and having the right tools in order to survive on that quest. It's like having the right map, having the right tools to survive on this quest. Knowing that you had never been on this quest by yourself, but the fact that you are, that you have this map, that you have these tools, that this quest is going to be nothing for you. It would scare most people, but for you, it's nothing. Your road has already been paved. So I just want to take a couple moments out to to thank my dad um, in guiding me, guiding my brother, guiding my sister, and everybody else in the community that looked up to him when I was younger. Uh, so just thank you for being that beacon of light. Thank you for giving me a map. Thank you for giving me all the tools to survive on this quest that I'm on now. Um, it could be a lot harder, but Pop, because of you, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. And I'm making it.